when I say that is is particularly related to weed stocks is um, they just have a history of spiking and failing. And, and the reason I use the cheating girlfriend analogy is if she's cheated on you six times, yeah. is she gonna is she gonna cheat again? Or, or boyfriend? It's probably right. even more applicable for boyfriend. It's probably more more <laughs> male probably. more male behavior. Exactly, exactly. So if he has cheated on you six times, and then he says, yeah. "Take me back, baby, I've changed." If he pulls a Steven, you know, shows up at 4 a.m. after the bar closes, you know, reeking of booze and cigarettes and who knows what other controlled substances. And he's like, baby, I've changed. I'm a changed man. Take me in. If he's done it six times, he's probably going to do it seven or eight or nine yeah. or ten. So, sure. so yeah. And then, and then ultimately the weed stocks all fell apart this week. So. You're listening to the Steady Trade Podcast, a podcast that inspires traders to make meaningful strides and pursue their passions. Your hosts are Tim Bowen, the lead trainer at Stocks to Trade Pro, Kim Ann Curtin, the Wall Street coach, and Steven Johnson, the up-and-coming trader who's always willing to learn. Together, we'll sit down with experts to talk about their process, the lessons they've learned, and discuss how all traders can level up their trading careers. Welcome back to the Steady Trade Podcast, everyone. I am Tim Bowen here with Kim and Steven. We're, you know, it's kind of one of those situations where we're kind of doing one of those catch-up episodes, as we call them. We just got a kind of a, you know, just kind of a general conversation. There's some interesting things going on. Um, you know, Kim is is making those baby steps to starting to trade. Um, you know, Steven's kind of working through, you know, some, you know, he's got a, he's got a car now, you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on, you know, in an apartment. The, the be- best part is the best part is Steven's Steven's living with his parents, but yet he's got a hot rod car with a, he, I think he bought a, he, he made the classic mistake of buying a $300 car with a $2,000 stereo. I think I did that in high school once. <laughs> it's got like it's got like the suspension stuff that bounces and everything so you know he's looking he's cruising the high schools you know i've I've heard he's doing well god forbid he's doing well you know um you know school gets out about three o'clock you know the market's closed he just kind of makes the rounds you know he bounces his car cranks the stereo you know the, the 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 teenage girls seem to like it so so that's that's been going good for him i heard oh my god um i've got a book um that we'll talk about um we're also working on a course uh, a new kind of mini course just, just a lot of stuff going on just kind of catching up we, get, we got the band back together as they say best so and and probably the best update is kim watch roadhouse by the way so which which was if you were here a couple weeks ago i think the episode's out was a homework assignment you know it was, it was the best part is i still remember the the six times steven said he would read fountainhead still hasn't I can't so even get him it. to watch Roadhouse. That, that's, well, I mean, here, here, here the guy says he, he appreciates my opinion. I can't even get him to watch a 75-minute movie from the 80s. Come on. Roadhouse is a classic. Highly recommend it. It's the worst bad movie you'll ever love. <laughs> I, think, I think that was the worst best introduction of a podcast I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be a steady trade uh, uh <laughs> In introduction, if I didn't exert my insecurities by abusing Steven verbally, you know, so that, you know, that, that that's the classic bully behavior. You know, I've got this fragile ego, so I got to take it out on my boy, Steven, but I know he Sorry. can take it. 
I'm just free love. I'm just free love. And then I do that to use. And then I, and then I just take my fragile ego out to people like F1T boss. <laughs> As they say, shit rolls downhill, baby. So you, you put me down and then I just put him down. And God knows who he's putting down. Probably Touche. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Wait, didn't you get an apartment though? I thought I didn't know you got a car. I thought you got an apartment. No, no. Look, I've, I mean, look. This is one thing I'll always say, and um, it's a, it's a super cool announcement. I, I worked hard in Dubai, saved some money. Um, trading's been going all right as well. So I thought instead of risking having lots of money, like not lots of money, I'm nowhere near the standards of Big Tim and and all the other traders. I'm nowhere near them, but I aspire to be like them. But I thought, look, you've got some money put it somewhere uh, so nothing goes wrong, right? So I've got a place, good investment property. I'll live in it for a couple of months and then... Uh, oh, so you bought I... something. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's bought. It's mine. No, so, so no I mean, I have nothing. to admit, you know, again, yeah. you know, and, and just to me mentally when I heard, now I know obviously things are different. You know, I, I'm, I'm a country boy, obviously. So when I heard apartment, I just automatically assumed a rental, but, but you actually bought it. I, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. No, no, awesome. No. Congrats. Nah, Congrats. Thank you. So. Nah, good, good, good price. Um, and um, it's just like, look, it's a good investment of rent. It's some extra income and stuff like that. It's somewhere when I come home, if I travel. So um, pretty proud, pretty proud. And I don't live with my parents for much longer, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I all good, but uh, what's mean, different? Going, what's different in the UK? When I saw those pictures of your apartment, is that you know, in in the United States anyway, we don't get it like fully loaded. Like it comes with table and chair and uh, like furniture and like right. Oh, it uh, doesn't? doesn't. Just the person oh. that I bought it off has her stuff in. Ah, okay. So okay. I'll buy some of her stuff though. I think she's had a terrible relationship that's ended, and the house gives her bad memories, which gives it a cheap price. So, uh, gotcha, gotcha. So, I've seen other friends in the UK who get apartments or buy Renders. condos and they're all fully furnished and decorated. And we, I've never seen that in the United States. So I thought the UK yeah. was like that where they sold it, you know, everything but inside. No. But now, so things are good. So look, um, I got a little motor and, and uh, it, I don't know if you guys saw Jack Kellogg. Jack Kellogg just passed a million. Yep. Yep. dollars uh, a couple of weeks ago so props to him i think he's been in tim's challenge for yeah and, and, you know, year just to, like just that. the listeners i think jack's been on twice and yeah. so definitely check out the archive i mean i said it two years ago when i met that guy man again you know i know we we talk about this a lot but i met that guy in like five minutes i'm like this guy's got it i mean just the work oh, yeah. it. oh yeah i mean that i remember i think that i think you were busy Air quotes busy, aka drunk. <laughs> oh, that's not that episode. But but no, I mean it, you know, just meeting Jack and I'm like, you know, and he's telling me a story. I mean, he was working yeah. in high school, valet and cars, working two jobs. I mean, and he just had I mean, he just had it, I could tell right away. And it just didn't he's one of those guys when I saw that announcement, I'm like, well, it didn't surprise me. So Yeah, that's so crazy though, because Obviously, you you give me the shot and said I had it, and it's yet to be seen, but I've kind of got it. But but you also said after Alex is calling, and Alex Self, like he, you'll not mind his mentioning. Um, you're saying he's probably gonna make it. You're like he's got it, and you said the same about Alex. And then he went off to 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 nearly clear half a million. Granted, he lost it, but 
you know what I mean? But he's got the capability. Refine this, tweak that, learn from your mistakes. I tell you, I'm just, you know, and, and this is, again, goes back to the whole old man thing. It's just, you know, and I'm not saying this is some great ability or anything that it's like, like I'm some sort of like, you know, baseball scout for training, but I've just seen so, you know, I, you guys, I mean, you hear me talk about the making bank bros. I mean, I've seen a million making bank bros and it's just, it's like, when you see, it's like, it's like the sea of people. And then there's like this little beacon of light. And it's like, you know, the Alex's, the Stevens, you know, the, the, the Jack's, the Kyle's, you know, it's, yeah. it's just, it's not hard, you know, cause it's just, yeah. They're the, just the way they talk, the way they, the way they approach things. It's just, it's not like I'm going to make a million dollars and buy a Lamborghini. It's like, oh, okay, well, yeah. good, luck, good luck with, good luck with that. You know, I'll see you, yeah. you know, never uh, again. But, so, exactly. But when it's the people that are talking about the process and they're like, you know, and they're talking about some ticker and they just light up and it's like, it's like, okay, this guy, yeah. the, he's yeah. got the bug, you know? Yeah, so. for sure. But like, when I know though, because I see what you see to a degree though, I'll be talking to a trader and they'll say, I'll say, oh, I, I saw this like this for this reason, that reason, and this reason. And they'll say, I, but did you say it like that? And I'll be like, shit, you know charts to another level. And you, wow. you can't lie. Look, there's so many scam artists in this world. There's so many people mm-hmm. pushing services that shouldn't be pushing services. But there's one thing you can't lie about and it's technical analysis. You can't lie you can't lie about technical analysis. When someone analyzes a chart, it's like a language. You know how far along they are with, with the grammatical skills. And, and it's like, tell. you know, and the funny thing is, again, that, that exact same conversation you have, all the making bank bros will want to know is how much did you make? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You have that same conversation. Wow. The, the guys that, the Jacks, the Kyles, you know, I know. They'll engage in that conversation and talk about the technicals and what they saw and the setup and everything. The guys that fail are like, well, how much did you make? You know, I, I, they don't even want to have that conversation about the quote unquote setup or anything. Yeah. They just want to know well, how much you make, how much you make, how much yeah. you make. How much you make. That, that's all they care about. And, they, that's why they, they, and that's why they fail, you know, so. You, totally. That, that's like the first indicator, maybe. That's the first indicator to yourself that if that's where you're coming from, you're on the wrong path. Yep. You're on the wrong path. At the end of the day, trading is about winning the game and yep. money keeps score. Yep. It's as simple as that. Well said. To the top well said. traders, to the elites, money keeps score. And it, and these guys who are at the elite are competitive as hell. Mm-hmm. I don't don't let me tell don't let anyone tell you Jack's not competitive. Jack's competitive as hell. I mean he's just got a he's Alex. got a very subdued personality, but I hundred percent agree with you. Totally, totally, totally. But (laughs) would you agree if they're competitive, they're competitive against themselves and their best their best so far? The quote unquote market. The market. Beat the game. They want to beat the game. Beat the game. Well said. Well said. Yep. 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 Beat the game and do better than anyone else has ever done. They say I can do better than other people have done. Yeah. Uh, But but saying that though, and this is what the testament is about money. Jack Kellogg took a picture of his Toyota Yaris, whatever the hell he's got on Instagram. It's the shittest car I've ever seen, right? <laughs> Shitter than mine that I've got. Shitter than mine. He's made a million dollars. Says, mate, buy or sell a new car, you've made a million. Says, nah, I've got more work to do first. Yep. Paraphrasing, but more or less those words. That's yep. how much money doesn't matter to him. Yeah. It's about winning the game. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> he's got his head on straight. 
Oh, no, and again, Alex, he's that he's had on. And again, it, does that be I fine mean, I mean, it's just, I mean, well, I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, two things. I always say if someone gave me a Ferrari, I don't even know if I'd start it. I'd put it on Craigslist so fast. That toy, <laughs> that Toyota Yaris of his, he can drive that thing for 30 freaking years. You know? exactly. It's probably worth a million because someone will want the car of the Tim Sykes million. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Uh, no, it's just be, being wise. I mean, a lot of those are people who are, and I'm, and I'm, look, I, it'd be fun to have a Maserati like one day. I like Maseratis, but it's not like if I did get that, it's not to show it off to people. It's because I would have so much fun driving it. Like if people do that where they're like all about the bling, it's because I think they fundamentally don't feel secure inside, you know, and they right. think that that makes them be accepted or loved probably, you know, admired, whatever. But, uh, so, I mean, look, in terms of my updates, got an appointment, got a call. I know we digress. I'll, I'll, we'll skip onto you guys because I don't have much to say about me. I, I nearly lost 10 grand a day. That's another thing. Uh, me biggest, me biggest unrealized loss of all time was today. Previously, I'd right. down five. Previously, I'd never, I'd never lost more than five. And every time I'd hit five, I'd cut it. And I'd, and I'd cut 5,000 four times. Today, I broke the watershed and went down 10. So what um, was the, uh, what, what was anything different or, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, look, I've been, I've been tracking data like fanatically because I've, I've been, I've had two months of like not having a job. So it's really easy to do like two hours data tracking a day and it's nothing and it's fun. Um, and I just started making some really good discoveries. And I was like, wow, I can't believe, I can't believe the market is like this. So then what I started doing is every time I saw something with a very high probability or edge of like 92%, something like that, I just started adding more size. And lo and behold, it keeps on working. I keep on making money. There's not great opportunity in the market, but I'm still banking that 1.2, 1.3, 1.6. And then what went wrong is I had the addiction to make the money, but the setup wasn't there, but I'd already increased the size and that's where it all went wrong. Right. Um, and yeah, look, F-Tech was so penny immediately, like sub pennies, like you guys, I don't know, Tim, you might know, but like sub pennies are famous for squeezing at the open, like oh, famous yeah, yeah. for squeezing. Well, that, you know, in, in F-Tech, has, you know, it has the pattern too. It's, you know, it's, it's, I call it, I call it a one and done is, is what yeah. I call it. You know, it's that, it's that, you know, doji candle, as we say, you know, it's like, yeah. you've got that big wick and then that, you know, and then it, they, they spike early, they slam down and then they close unchanged or hell. Sometimes they close exactly. right on the day, no, exactly. you know? <laughs> so and that's that one. And, 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 and F tech is 100%, 100% a one and done chart. That's what I, you know, agree with you on. The only bad part was, I mean, it was, it was basically at 52 week eyes you know, crazy volume, you know, all, and it had some BS news. And, and the only other thing I would say, and, and again, not, you know, you made the trade, you're a big boy. And the one thing that I think you would agree is there was kind of nothing else out there. Oh, so I think cool. everyone kind of jumped on this one. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. No, it's honestly, and, and it happened with VBIV, it happened with PED as well. And these sub pennies the sub penny companies know on a quiet market if they just push the price up to 40 percent, 50 percent, 60 percent up on the day every short's going to pay them because they've got nothing else to trade and every long's probably going to buy it if it squeezes because they've got nothing else to trade it's like the catalyst and if you put they behind it who just help help squeeze it up 
You've got to squeeze up. Speaking of which, random, you know, this is going to probably <laughs> derail the whole podcast, but, you know, <laughs> back back to talking about pe- sketchy penny stocks. I mean, I know, you know, I'm, I know I'm a, a dork and read everything about markets and everything, but did you see Pfizer? Okay. So Pfizer mm-hmm. announces Monday morning, mon- money time. Monday, they got a vaccine. It's a $200 billion corporation. Gaps up like... 20% and like I think it was the CEO but a major he like dumped 60% of his shares on Monday No, and, the, and Pfizer gave back the entire move today it's all the way back to where it was last week wow that's insane so actually zero hedge um, you know the team transcribes everything um, link there's a zero hedge has the filings and everything but it's just like, man, and it's just a PR. That's, that's what's wild. And, and, and again, not to get too far in the weeds. Yeah. All that was was a press release saying it's 90% effective. They're not saying it's shipping tomorrow. They're not saying it's done. It's strictly a PR, just like penny stocks do. You gap this thing up, I think, 20, 20 plus percent. The market, the market all capped. The market capped and all the, all the that sector. Yeah, but I mean, they had it. They had a ninety. They supposedly oh, had forty million, ninety percent right? effective vaccine, and then you sell into it as how is executive? that not illegal? How is but that not illegal? Can I, can yeah, I just, you can sell. You can sell anytime you want, man. You know. Can, so. I, can I just ask Timberwin, Kim on Kitten, if you had shares at record high prices and they're not probably going to go higher, they're going to go lower. Would you sell? <sighs> And, and, and we're the CEO of the company. So my answer with Steven would be, listen, like, you know, and I, always, and, and I'm not piling on the guy. He's probably number one. He's probably worth a billion dollars more than I am. Okay. So he can be like, whatever, shut up podcast guy. But um, <laughs> listen, maybe he wanted to buy a house. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, you know, I don't know the circumstances behind it. But I would say this, Stephen, if you really believed you had a coronavirus vaccine, you would think you would hold on to those shares because it would be huge for the future prospects of your company. Or maybe maybe you don't have very good uh, optics on this and you're taking advantage of this gap up to sell the share. 100% legal. 100% legal. Nothing wrong with it. So... Yeah, I get where you're coming from, but I think it's by the rumor, sell the news. It's a similar version of that. It's like when the hype's there, uh, when the masses are interested, then sell it there. When the actual production's happening, it's probably not going to change. Is it going to change the company that much? It's just one more drug of many drugs out of me. How how do you walk down the halls? How do you walk down the halls of your company to your employees who you are telling them that even giving them stock options is supposedly a benefit to them, and yet you have just gone and sold all of yours? That to me is the opposite of conscious capitalism. I was just gonna say that. I was gonna say this is like so, Stephen, and you know that's why I threw it out there because I'm like this is right in Kim's wheelhouse, baby. You know, you know here here. Oh, we're trying to save the world from coronavirus. Hey, hey I'm going to sell 60 million in shares over here, you know. <laughs> Let me line my pockets. Let me line my pockets. I just I just don't understand how companies don't, you know, maybe it's 
maybe you can't stop it from a free market perspective, right? Legally, but that should, in a company, there should be ramifications for CEOs that do that or board directors that do that or anybody so at the C-suite level. It, it, it was the CEO and I came out, link this to you so you can read it yeah, later. Yeah. And, he, and he sold 62% of his holdings into a Un- gap, into a gap up on a press release. Um, <laughs> I, I would say why should people tell him what to do what he should do with his own money fair enough fair enough fair enough so yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's not it's not about telling one. him what to do with his money it's about having a company that's being run with the with the realization that you are supposedly in it with all of your employees that to me is a slap in the face to everybody who's an employee in that company that's what that says to me. If you were an employee in that company, how would you feel, Stephen? I would just think he's made a good business decision. <laughs> like, honestly, I'm not even joking. I'd be like, look, you had a good opportunity. You made the sale. Does the fact that he's decided to sell his monetary value, does that make him not care about the company? Does it make him walking away? Is he still showing up to work every day? That- it doesn't make it, a difference it, to me. Is he paying this employees a living wage? I mean, is he going to sp- share that with the, the people Why that are? He? Dang, Steven, okay. Steven's going full Ayn Rand. No, wow. but I'm just. I don't he's, he's, he, he, get, he gets the hives when he looks at her thousand page books, but, but he's going full Ayn Rand, man. Forget I don't think that, capitalism. I don't think I'm that's Ayn Rand. I'll argue that about it's not Ayn Rand. I I don't I don't Steve, think Ayn Steven, Rand. Steven's going like full like 1800s UK and you know industrial revolution and just grinding these people into the ground. The children, to turn them into the shekels. children. I want the <laughs> shekels. Just sick of this big government shit. <laughs> I I'm I don't like big government either. But like this is this is a, that's a strange way to run a company, and it's a strange way to you know, expect to get the best out of your people. You know, and again, when, I, I knew it was kind of, kind of, because I knew it would, I knew it would light a fire under Kim, number one. <laughs> but the biggest joke I was making is I, I the only way, reason I brought it up is I'm like, yeah. man, this is the penny stock playbook right here. Yeah, totally, you know, totally. Dump a Monday morning press release, you know, which, which we love as penny stockers. You yep. know, that's why, so I call it Money Monday. Penny stocks love to drop that 8 a.m. Monday morning press release and get all the FOMO and here he's selling. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. So that's that like the first thing I think about is what happened with that uh Nicola and what happened with yep. GM. That's the yep. first thing that it reminded me of. Well, uh Trevor Trevor still got his $33 million mansion. God's he, 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 he kept it. He kept everything, you know. So and what and what's happening with uh, GM? Um, actually, um, they're I mean the stock price is doing really well now for now, but you know they released that they announced that Hummer EV, which is total vaporware. They're saying they're hoping to get a ship it to the end of the year, but I think they'll, in my opinion, they'll they'll screw it up. But you guys know another great another great article, Empire of Rust. I'll get you that link. I just read yeah, it the other yeah. day, but anyway. So so anyway, how's your trading going, Kim? Well, your trading journey, I should say. My tr- yeah, my trading journey. Well, I've been a bit, a little bit. For first of all, I'm excited. I'll, I'll scan. I'll do do a quick shot of my new monitor 
that I'm getting ready to plug in today, actually. But I just ordered that because my little laptop, you know, it's not that little, but it's too small for the stocks to trade for me to see it all. So I got the monitor, thanks to uh, Jamil's suggestion and your suggestion, Bryce's suggestion. And uh, my, I've been debating about whether to do the uh, actual account. Stephen, of course, has said it has to be real money. But there's a part of me that's still leaning towards maybe doing the paper trading initially. Uh, so I, I want to actually buy uh, ventilation companies because of the coronavirus, because I've been, you know, trying to think like, what, what do I think will go, what I f- would feel comfortable going long in. And I heard that there's a ventilation system uh, that can sometimes keep, you know, the germs out of the air that they're thinking about putting air conditioning, uh, changing up those ventilation systems. So, so you're, you, you're, you're more interested, sounds like, in yeah. swing trading. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Possibly. Okay. You, you tell me, you tell me. Well, well again, you know, you know, again, what, what Steven and I mostly do is remember we're yeah. much more day, tra- you know, we're more day You're trading. In and out. Okay. okay. And, and, yeah. and we, you know, now we might trade ventilator companies if they become hot, if they become a right. hot sector, you if know, like, hot. like, but you like, wait. like, like weed stocks, you know, the, the worst, stocks in the universe but they they ran post-election you know they move or ev plays or crypto plays etc so but you know i want i i'm totally cool if you want to just experiment by getting your feet wet with some sort of longer term play but well if i if i decided to maybe could i i could do both oh yeah yeah most 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 people do yeah yeah okay so So if i if i just if i want to do some uh just basic day trading, would you suggest that I, you know, I know you start the Instagram live. I think you start it probably in the middle of the night for me because I'm in Hawaii. So if I can't listen to that, where would I go for me to just see what the hot sectors are? Well, the biggest thing, you know, again, you've got access to the, you know, the steady trade team, which used yep. to be Stocks Trade Pro. I mean, the yep. nice thing is I upload all the webinars. I mean, you can just watch them. Oh, know, that's good. Or, okay, or good. even, you know, and I can show you how to do this, even if you're short on time. I yeah. keep note. I keep notes of everything, so you can just okay. read the notes. And, okay, great. That's you know, what I'll do. Like like last week, Thursday, Friday, we were talking a lot about weed stocks until they yeah. failed, like they always do. You know the the old cheating girlfriend analogy that I always like to use with weed stocks. What's so, the cheating but, girl analogy? Oh uh, well, and, and you know, and I know it's 2020, so we can say the cheating boyfriend or cheating girlfriend okay. analogy. Okay. But but what what that is when I say that is is particularly related to weed stocks is. Um, they just have a history of spiking and failing. And, and the reason I use the cheating girlfriend analogy is if she's cheated on you six times, yeah. is she going to cheat again? Or, or boyfriend. It's probably right. even more applicable for boyfriend. It's probably a more, more, <laughs> male, probably. more male behavior. Exactly. Exactly. So if he has cheated on you six times and then he says, yeah. take me back, baby, I've changed. If he pulls a Steven, you know, shows up at 4 a.m. after the bar closes, you know, reeking of booze and cigarettes and who knows what other controlled substances. And he's like, maybe I've changed. I'm a changed man. Take me in. If he's done it six times, he's probably going to do it seven or eight or nine or 10. So, so yeah. And then then ultimately the weed stocks all fell apart this week. So yeah. That's a shame, right? That's a shame. I I expected the weed run to be bigger. I missed, I missed the start. Like I always do. Well, I I, I know I forgot my, I know I forgot my tinfoil hat, but. ACB. But Tim, can you explain to Kim? I, I may, I'm listening. 
Kim's just frozen shock. Now he's back. Tim, can you explain to Kim and me what was? Because I can I can bring up ACB here. Like, what was the catalyst? Because I just missed it for like the fifth time in four years. Well, in my opinion, it was anticipation. You know, the the thesis was, and this is why everybody piled in and then piled back out is, you know, Biden was the apparent winner, still is the apparent winner, and people saw a Biden presidency as pro-weed. So uh, gotcha. that's why they spoke, that's why they spiked the day after election. Wednesday, they were all running. It was, it, and then they ran Thursday and then kind of petered out Friday, and then now today they've done nothing. But um, that was the thesis. There was no news. Well, I should re- back up. I think a few states, you know, made more you know legalization type stuff but in my opinion it was the majority of that move last week was it was just they, they expected a biden presidency to be more pro we so that makes sense that makes sense you know one of, one of the things too i think i wanted to just say to you guys like about me dragging my feet with getting into trading besides being truly busy which is a blessing but I think, you know, you know, those four psych, what are the, the psychology uh, stages of, you know, conscious, I have, I have had from the beginning conscious uh, incompetence. <laughs> and so I am incredibly cautious and, you know, kind of nervous. So well, and I know that that's why I, you know, and what I would like to see in, in this, again, it's ultimately yeah. your decision. Yeah. That's why I want to see you just, you know, again, paper trading, because at least yeah. then you can start getting your feet wet. Yeah. And I know obviously you're very conservative, which is a good thing, you yeah. know, and you know, where, where Steven wants you to like, you know, sell your house and all of your possessions and put it in a, you know, in a trading account with, with hundred to one <laughs> leverage and use max buying power on every trade. I would just like to see you start getting your feet wet and just do yeah. that, you know, or, yeah. or, I mean, or again, if, if, and I agree with Steven about the real skin in the game, keep in mind, yeah. you could trade hundred dollar positions. Yeah. You know, exactly. the nice thing exactly. is almost all the brokers are commission free now. Yeah. Now, that's true. obviously if you have a winning trade, you're going to make 15 bucks, right. but at least you can get your feet wet, you yeah. know, and you, totally. buy a, you can buy a cup of coffee or something, you know, but, totally. but, but th- that would be the biggest thing is I'd like to see you start doing is just start making those steps, whether it be paper trade or puny small, just yeah. start going, yeah. putting the reps. In. Is, yeah. 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 So, I think um, I've been, I've been reading and listening for a while. And even with, you know, just being on the podcast with you guys, listening to the lingo, there, there's things now that I can remember at the beginning. I had no idea what you guys were talking about, but now I do understand. I'm not saying I understand I've done like I've done like 190 podcasts with Stephen. I still have no idea what he's talking about. (laughs) Oh, we speak the same language. We're we're on the same same page. (laughs) You do, you do. So yeah, it wasn't for that fake accent. Would would you just (laughs) drop the fake accent? (laughs) (laughs) I'll read, mate. How's it going? We we all know (laughs) that at the dawn of of like radio and TV, we all know you guys made up that fake accent. To sound smarter than Americans, that That's accent hot. was not no. there a hundred years ago. It did you're not have exist. To get, you're gonna have to get the tinfoil hat for that <laughs> one. Yo, Tim now, now great. you might think it's real because obviously you grew up with it, but it was created so that the so that you guys could try and sound smarter than Americans, even though we were creating all of the innovative products, everything, <laughs> all innovation, everything was happening here. We kicked your butts off this continent a couple hundred years ago. 
greatest day ever. And then you made up this fake accent. Why, why don't you have an accent when you sing? I, I don't know. Nobody about has why, does, why does Adele even, not have an accent when she but sings? Even, but even stutterers don't have their stutter when they sing. It's because you're accessing the, the right side of your brain when you sing. That's I don't want, we're not talking about stutterers. We're talking about, that's real. But, but they all, but they all, all those things disappear. Accent, stuttering, all of that disappears when you sing. So why don't I sound song? different when I sing? I sound. Probably do. <laughs> You probably do sound different. It's probably because you're singing death oh, and I do you're singing like death metal. You're singing metal and funk. <laughs> doesn't sound like anything. It's like, ah. You know, you know, ah, I was. Chops I, of wood. Ah, I, elk. I, I had a band, you know, I was the lead singer of a band. Cool. In so high school. Stomach Acid, the world's greatest band, by the way. <laughs> S-T-U-M-I-C-K-A-S-S-I-D. Is that really? We, we, well, well, we, yeah, real? because we did. We wanted to be able to copyright the name. You can't just call yourself stomach acid and you can't spell it right. Just like Motley Crue misspelled it, added the whatever That's the right. thing is so that they yep. can copyright yep. it. So. That's right. For sure. For sure. Over the- Great documentary, by the way. Well, not documentary, but did you did you see the Netflix, spe- I don't know what you call it. It's not a documentary, but it's based on Neil Strauss's book. No, I on, wanted to on see On Motley Crue. Woo, it's good. Really? I gotta see. I gotta see. Yeah. All right, so I want you guys to see if you can guess the name of my band in high school. Roadhouse. It was the eighties. It was the eighties. Um, early eighties. Early eighties. The Bengals. Close, not quite. Wow. <laughs> uh, you're gonna love Holland it. Oats. Holland Oats. No. The best. The best breakfast cereal ever. We didn't become famous. Well, I know you're not Daryl Hall or John Oates. I can tell you exactly. weren't either one of them. Exactly. So. No, it was an original name. We didn't steal somebody else's name. <laughs> what do you think? All right. what, yeah, what's what's happening? Is F-Tech squeezing? You look concerned. You look a little <laughs> sick to your stomach. Is no, F-Tech in high day? Have you not been watching on that? I, I check it every now and then. Just so no, I can no, I, F-Tech, I went from $10,000 down to $800 down. It's a good day. For real? It's, oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, beautiful. It's back to the 120s. All right. Okay. It's a good okay, day. I'm good. just thinking, well, do I just swing it and stay up all night and don't sleep? And, <laughs> oh, and hope for a wash tomorrow. But uh, oh. no, nah, I, I was thinking about the name. I was just putting some orders in to take some shares off. That's all. But um, I would think Kim's band name. What was your, what did you say? That was close. Stom- stomach acid was ours. Yeah. No, that's not what was close, though, was it? That's what was close. Well, I said Bengals. No, it's not close. The yeah, Bengals. Bengals was close. Um, it, it wasn't close. It's, it's just... the the dirt is the is the movie on Netflix. It dirt. Was something okay, like, it was badass. It was really. I good. want to see that. I want to see I, that. If Kim had a band, I would say it was called something like Bad Angels. Ooh, that's a good like guess. That. that was a good guess. I like that name. I might have to start a new band. <laughs> it was called Fast Food. Ah, I would have never got that. Did you like I guess that, but I do kind of like it. Yeah, I so. thought I thought it was. I think it worked at the time. It was, you know, the early '80s. So, yeah. So I did covers of the Cocos and what's her name? Oh, Mickey, you're so fine, and Pat Benatar and Joan Jett. Can Jad. you sing that now? So I wasn't too far rendition? off with the Bengals. No, you weren't too far you were, off. You were kind of that niche, at least. So. I had a, I had a crush on the bass player Dave Dave Warner. Wherever you are, Dave, I had a crush so, on you. But then, by the way, then you speaking were, of speaking of crushes. <laughs> Susanna Hoffs from the Bengals. Whoa, and she's still smoking hot, too. Is she still? Yeah, dang. Clean right. living. 
Unlike right, Stephen. Well, unlike Stephen. Clean Levin will do it. So yeah. I, I have, so I've recorded a song. There's a song out there on SoundCloud. Right before I came to Hawaii, my dream was to record in a studio. And I did. I recorded a song that's out there on SoundCloud. I haven't gotten it on iTunes yet. But anyway, there you go. Producer, producer can put that as the closing credits for sure. For okay. sure. Yeah. We, we, need, we need privileges. Where it's, a, yeah, it's an original song. I got, I got the band. We, we went into the studio. We wrote this. I've contributed a couple of lines. But to be with musicians and create that was one of the most exciting awesome thing i've ever been a part of like just to see musicians like create when i, when I see you going in the studio was it like the boogie night scene i didn't see boogie nights <laughs> i'm i'm sorry i'm ruining everything for tim <laughs> but it's like a real studio with like you know it was just i bought i bought them pizza and a lot of booze and and we just aunt Louis didn't leave aunt until Luz? Till we got the song. Is it a is it a bad scene? Is it like an X-rated scene in Boogie Nights? Probably. The, the, no, when they they basically. So I mean, if you guys remember the the theme of Boogie Nights, is Mark Wahlberg yeah. and and, yeah. and what's his face uh, there, the guy in Step Brothers. But anyway, um, they were they you know they're porn stars and they record like this terrible track. And then they don't have enough money to pay the producer. Oh. And they're just like arguing with him. Like, you know, it's like, this is the greatest song ever, man. You know, you're rude. And it's like terrible, but they're all coked up and stuff. And it's it, but yeah, so it's a great oh, scene. God. Have you seen Boogie Nights, Stephen? I have to see Boogie Nights. Nah, I haven't. It's the next, I'll watch Roadhouse, then I'll watch Boogie oh, Nights. Oh yeah, um, you make me you... all these promises. Speaking no, of no. cheating girlfriend, you no, make me no, all I'll these promises. And, and you break every single one of them. But have you heard um, have you heard of Tribute? The song Tribute, which is actually the greatest song in the world. No. By Tenacious D. Song? Tenacious yep. D, Tribute. The oh, yeah. Song in the world. Yep, 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 yep. Is that as well? I've never Tribute. heard it. Nice. Hang on, I'll is put it good? that on search. All right, I'll watch. Uh, it's, it's the greatest of all time, apparently. <laughs> all right, so hours. How many hours a week do you guys say I have to be trading? Well, you know, trading, you're going to trade about an hour a week, but like looking at, you know, looking at yeah. patterns. Being in the game. Being in the game. I mean, I'd like to see you do a minimum, a couple hours a day, minimum. Okay. So, okay. Got at it. At least, you, you know, I mean, it's like that, you know. Yep. It's like, I just want you to, you know, the, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is today. today. I just want to see yeah. you start putting some time in, you know. Yeah. Yep. So, Excuse yep. me. Uh, I mean, I would, I would personally say go for broke, cocaine, no sleep, 17 hours a day. <laughs> Can you I imagine that? me doing cocaine? Yeah. Can you imagine? Can just, you imagine? I just want to see you do cocaine. I mean, honestly, when I, when I signed up for this podcast four years ago, the owner of the podcast said, whatever you do, don't talk about drugs. <laughs> 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 and four years later, I broke the rule. <laughs> Um, well, we didn't want to cancel your day one, so <laughs> you, you, you've you've earned your keep. You've earned your keep. So thank God, thank God. But uh, no, no, for me, Kim, just what what yeah. you need to do is um, it's the first thing for anyone is to get get used to how the market's running every day because every single day, like you know, when you watch the videos and you watch the webinars, and it used to happen to me all the time as well. I watch the webinars, and when someone explains it to you, you're like, ah, oh, get this. I've got it. But then if you don't have that holding hand, when you go to the market without someone telling you, you're like, shit, I don't have a clue what's going on. 
Yeah. So it's bridging that gap where eventually you'll get to the point where you're like, ah, I've seen this before and I've seen this before. And then you start connecting dots and being yeah. like, oh, well, maybe this is going to do this because of that. And this was like this, but this was like that or that. Um, so you need to learn the variables of like volume, float, news, sector, filings to a degree, uh, changing markets, daily patterns, intraday patterns. You'll see them all. You don't need to understand them all, but you just need to see them all enough times that you start connecting them, thinking, ah, that yeah. one did that that time and that one's doing this. So just start the connections in yeah. the neural mind. Yeah, that, yeah. That, and I 100% agree. Like I tell that story a lot, Kim, and maybe I've told you, but like, you know, when I got started, I had two toddlers and a, and a yeah. business, okay? Yeah. There were a lot of days I could not trade, but I still, every morning, I'd run the scans, I'd put, the, you know, I'd put it in those notebooks or in Evernote, and then at night, maybe I got the kids to bed, you know, and then I'd, I'd bring up, you know, bring up charts, non-real-time charts even, you know, yep. stockcharts.com, Google Finance, and I would just look and be like, okay, I thought this, what did it do, you know, yep. you know, I, okay, whatever, F-Tech, okay, today's stock, okay, when I was looking at it at eight in the morning, crazy volume, had news, float rotating. I thought it could. I thought it could spike and close at the high of the day. Okay, I get to the end of the day. I bring it up. Oh, spiked early, slammed back, closed at the low of the day. Okay, I was wrong. What? What did I miss? What was different about that? Yep. You know. Totally. And then back to Aftech, just an example. Okay, now I look at the the one year chart, the one year one day chart. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, here's all those Doji candles. Here's all those one and does. So this stock is done. Six times in the last year, the stock has done exactly that. I missed something. So next time, tomorrow, when there's some big runner, I got to look at that one-year, one-day chart. And does it tend to close at the high of the day or does it tend to close at the low of the day? And you're not trading at that point, but you're you're, you're you're learning. You're learning. learning and yeah. absorbing. Yeah. Yeah. And so. even, and even what you said about Mondays, Monday, Mon- money Mondays and how, even when that press release came out by Pfizer, you were watching it and knew that that was like classic penny stock behavior <laughs> of, you know, like, like that is, that is the experience that yep. when you go to trade, you're going to have all that knowledge going in with you. Uh, ho- ideally, ideally, uh, you know, you know what else I want to tell you guys this weekend, I think part of what, you know, slowly has been kind of lighting me up is a, co- a friend of mine uh, actually said, hey, Kim, uh, I <clears throat> see this webinar that's happening on Facebook about crypto stocks. Like, this is not somebody who's ever traded before. And she's like, you know, I'm thinking about investing in this and doing this. And I was, I, the response was so visceral for me. I was like, if it looks that easy, it's not going to work like this. And, and, she, and this person uh, made the, the, well, and this person made all this money in a short amount of time. And I, and I wanted to say, you know, maybe that's how much they made in a short amount of time, but what did they lose before they made that? And what potentially is going to happen in the next couple of weeks or months? Like if you don't really know what you're doing to just go right. in for a quick hit and out is probably not realistic. And that's, that's why, you know, that's why so many people fail is because they have that mindset. They're like, I mean, they're they're like, oh yeah, exactly. I like that. I might steal that, you know, like, yeah, it's just like this drive by and it's like, okay, I'm going to make 50 grand and I'm going to buy a car. You know, it's like, no, you know, no, you might get lucky. 
maybe, yeah, maybe. You, but but but, but lucky thinking thinking you're doing something right or well exactly. when you are lucky is you know that is just not going to be good right because then you're going to think oh i do that's you know uncon what is it conscious incompetence like you're you're thinking oh i know what i'm doing now right. and that's when they put their house you know mortgage their house because they think they got it all going on and it's like no you don't have it going on so anyway i could f- see how much you know knowledge you guys have downloaded into me already and even my ability to articulate that to her and explain that to her and caution her it i just felt okay it's time I got, I got to get going on this. So like, I feel like I know all the things not to do. Now we got to see if emotionally I can resist the temptations. Generally what you learn is all the things not to do. And then you'll do them all. Three times. (laughs) And then you'll do them less. Basically. (laughs) But uh, no, but the way Tim Horton said it is really, it's, uh, it's, it's really one of the, it's probably one of the best articulations of, of how you learn to trade period and and i think you've nailed it and i've never heard it before which which god is god is a little bit and it's it's just about repeatedly making plans and then finding out why they don't work yep. and then making new plans based on the learnings it's that's that's just trading that's what it is yeah. well so you know at the end of the day it's i mean it's that i mean it's like i'm not trying to say this is like you know splitting an atom but it's you know it's just have that scientific approach i mean it's like yeah what is science you try something Okay, you mix these two things together and it happens. Well, it's you got to you got to repeat it. You know, can I repeat that experiment? Can I repeat that experiment? You know, and and then it becomes fact. Well, if you mix two things together, something happens, but it only happens once. That's not science. That's right. You know, that's right. That's right. That's right. I was going to say something, but I can't say it. I'll tell you after. (laughs) Well, actually, good good segue because I do need to run. to all the listeners out there, you know, again, Kim and Kim, Stephen and I, um, you know, we're, we're great friends. We spent like 45 minutes bullshitting before we started the <laughs> podcast and I've got a, I've got a steady trade team webinar here shortly. So um, thank you to everyone. You know, this is, I like, you know, drop us a comment. I yeah. enjoy these episodes. You know, it's like, these are kind of what the very, I would call them very Joe Rogan like uh, episodes. I don't know if we had a particular agenda, but we talked about a lot of stuff. We had some fun. Hopefully you picked up some tips. I think we, you know, we dropped a few nuggets here and there, but, uh, but, but yeah, let's actually, especially this episode. I know I asked for comments pretty much every episode. Let us know. Do you like this random stuff? You know, Tim Ferriss and Kevin Rose have their random podcast where they just kind of talk about a bunch of different stuff. And that's what we did today. So let us know if you like this or if you prefer, if you prefer a more specific topic, Hey, we're here. We're here for the customer. At the end of the day, you're the customer. So, all right. Um, As always, head over to steadytrade.com. I I mentioned a bunch of random (laughs) links. We'll we'll link those up. Make sure you watch the homework of of Boogie Nights. As long as you're over 18. Okay. And and, uh, Billy Madison and Roadhouse, too. All all of the above. So, um, well, again, as always, thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Kim. Thank you to all the listeners, and we'll see you next time on the Steady Trade Podcast.